Welcome to the Society Sucks podcast. My name is Harvey Caves. My name is Mario Molina, and this is a podcast that covers mindset, finance, spirituality, and more. With new episodes coming out every week, we make it our goal to inspire and help you on your journey to success. So take a deep breath and enjoy. Episode number 84. And today we have here with us a spiritual counselor with over 100K followers on TikTok, over 2 million likes. It is yeah. King Soon, the spiritual counselor right here with us. Yeah. What's yeah. up, everybody? Yes, sir. <laughs> so we just want to really introduce you, yes. first of all, uh, the stuff that you do, the stuff that you're offering. So g- g- give us some of that real quick. Give, give mm. your audience some of that. Okay, well... Um, I offer a plethora of things, um, but at the core of it, I am a spiritual counselor. I do offer private sessions and I do have my own personal spiritual school where I teach people about their own unique abilities and their own unique traits that they're missing out on as they journey through life. I do a lot of stuff, contract work, um, just a lot, a lot. You know, I can't even begin to explain. You would just have to go to my website, which is kingsoonofarum.com. Awesome, (laughs) Yeah, you'll see. You'd be like, whoa, this guy's like, yeah, I'm out there. <laughs> like, I'm out there. But... That's perfect, man. No, that, that is awesome. And that I guess that could lead me into, like, my first question. You know, you say you're a spiritual like, counselor, right? So, and your academy is the Soul Academy, right? Is that mm-hmm. what you go by all the time? And, I mean, like you say, right, there's going to be a lot of people wondering, you know, what is it that he does? Like, if you could give them, like, a glimpse, like, what are first things that you do or teach when they what they what can they expect when they book like sort of an appointment or time with you uh they can expect a true examination of self Mm -hmm. um most people go to psychics because they want to know about a future event you know they want to know you know is my boyfriend doing this and that or you know is my wife doing this or that like you know things like that but that's not how i work i work in the moment I work in the now because the truth is that tomorrow just, it doesn't exist. There is no tomorrow. So I could tell you like, yeah, you're going to make millions tomorrow, sweetheart. And you'd be like, yeah. And then you like get hit by a car today. Like oh. it's so, it's so like, it's so irrelevant, you know? So I focus on the now and we look at what is the loudest in your consciousness. Cause most people don't think like most people go, I didn't know what I needed this for. I just knew I needed to speak with you. And it's an intuitive mm-hmm. conversation. And so all of these things happen during conversation. I'll just be talking and they'll be like, how the heck did you know that? I'm like, I don't know. We're just talking. Like, we're just talking. Like, this is the way my gift works. They call it claircognizance. Like, I just know. I just know. It's just something that I, I just know. I can't really explain that. But that's what you get when you talk to me. You get that. You get that that glimpse into self, that non-judgmental glimpse into self. Like, oh, this is what I'm doing wrong. Yeah, but don't look at it like something you're doing wrong. Just look at it like something you shouldn't do any longer. Like, oh, these wow. are things that you need to release. You know, people, yeah. I think that I think that we love to beat ourselves up consciously. We love to do that. We go, oh, I'm wrong for this. I don't need to do that anymore. It's not good for me. And you're telling your body, like, actively to hate something that you're putting into it. So mm. how can it treat it right? How can it digest it right if you're throwing hate into your own show? that means everything you bring in is going to be poison you know I don't allow that like I I, I tell people all the time like don't beat yourself up in front of me like I'm not gonna allow it unless you love doing it then I'm gonna allow it like like go ahead have have a party beating yourself up when you're done I'll still be here Mm. still be here 
No, that's awesome. I'm pretty sure you're already convincing a few people yeah, to go take no, a look seriously. at that. No, that's some awesome stuff right there. And I guess, I guess this leads me to my question now. When did your, I guess, spiritual journey start? When did your awakening happen? Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Actually, I've kind of been on the scene since I was a child. And I don't say that. I don't say that to like brag or boast or anything like that, because it's definitely not like a field of daisies as everybody thinks it is. <laughs> You know, but you have you have those experiences that you never forget as a child, like with spirit beings, with spiritual entities. And I've had a lot of those and I've had a lot of energies try to come get me like and take me like, hey, who are you? Come with us. Like, no, like, like, I don't know who you are. My mom says Ninja Turtles aren't real. So you definitely can't be real. Like I'm tripping. Like, but I wasn't. It wasn't until I was like 23, 24 that I really started to have experiences for myself that just knocked my socks off. Like the fear was gone, the, the, the judgment was gone. Like whatever this is and whoever this is trying to contact me, it must be important, you know? And then I had just started practicing getting out of body or whatever, you know? And the day after that, I was taking a nap and I couldn't get out of body. It was just pitch black. And I heard my people call my name. Like they called it really loud. And I'm goofy, so I'm like cracking jokes about it. They're like, soon, like it's like a 10 million voices going, soon, soon, soon. And I'm laughing and talking crap at the same time. Because I'm like, what do you want? Who are you talking to? And it, it got silent. I was like, oh, you must be talking to me. And they're like, yeah, soon. Like, I'm like, oh my God, what does this mean? And for years after that, I hunted for the meaning. I started to trace back to my origins. Like I started to just trace back. There was nothing that was more important than that. Anything that came before the earth is what I was looking for. Like I was like, oh, all of this time on earth, you know, people believe in past lives. Like even that's irrelevant to where you're actually from. And this is all I've been hunting for my whole life. I've always known that it was real. Um, I always knew that I had a family outside of my actual family here. Like I always knew it. Like I was just like, no, something's not right. Like I feel like I'm missing my actual parents and my actual family and then like months later it actually came to be true like i knew i wasn't tripping i knew i wasn't crazy yeah i had traced my origin enough to actually have peace in my life because it'll really people think awakening is so beautiful you know this sounds beautiful right that i'm telling you no it's a chaotic process because you got to go through it you know you got to deal you got to watch everything around you start to melt in a sense like oh this is not the real reality. This is the reality that I'm currently in to do some work. Mm. And once you, once you can keep it there, you'll be peaceful. So when people are angry with me and they want to throw daggers at me, I just laugh because I'm like, you're hardly real. You're hardly real, you know? <laughs> yeah, that's so true. I guess, um, have, have you gotten yourself to a point where this all, because like, I know for me, the way I can understand spirituality and it's, it's like, this is all temporary, right? And like, if, if, if a problem comes into your life, it's no longer just that problem. It's more of like an obstacle. It's a challenge to get you closer to where you need to be. Like, do you kind of mm-hmm. explore life in that same way? Or, or how do you see like trials? Sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes I, I explore it that way because I learned that through my journey, through my path, I learned that we don't have to go through trial and error to obtain peace. Mm. Um, peace is, our, is actually our natural state. 
Like this is this is a state where so we we chose a challenge because we like a challenge. You know, um, we love we love to feel like I'm invincible. I'm powerful. I, I, I'm powerful. I'm powerful. I can power through this. I can get through this. And when we get through it, we feel victorious. We feel stronger. So we get ready for our next struggle. So it to me sometimes that was preparing us to just struggle because you'll be in like you'll be in like your sixties. And you still, why do you still have challenges at 60? You're 60. Like you've been down here for so long. Life should be smooth. It should be smooth selling. What are you still holding on to? And it's because we were taught trial and error brings joy. And really it just brings relief. We're happy when we get away from the things that have been challenging us. But that is only one. I was just writing like a PDF on that today. It's crazy that you wow. asked me that. Cause <laughs> like I was, yeah. Cause I called it when it's broken, like when it's broken because the, the, that complex it's really putting a stopper on the growth and consciousness. Like people think like, oh, I'm elevating to a higher level of knowledge. You're really just becoming more and more tired. You're preparing yourself for the mm -hmm. breakdown. Like people go, what's the breakdown? Oh, when you can't get out of bed, like when you're tired, you've been working way too hard, no breaks. You've been punching yourself, beating yourself up for months and your break is coming. You're gonna have to sit still. Like they're gonna make you sit still because you're harming your health by trying to beat yourself up to feel powerful. Like there's so mm -hmm. many other ways. Like, I don't know, I've been through a lot. Like I've been through a lot. So I used to walk my path like that. That used to be the walk, man. Like that used to be the walk. I used to go, I'm ready for my next challenge, bring it on. And I'm like, wow. now these, these days, I'm like, no, no more. Yeah. Like no more, like this yeah. is so annoying, no more. Cause <laughs> challenges, the deeper, the more you awaken, the more unique the challenge. Mm. The more unique the challenge, you'll find yourself in the weirdest of situations. Like, how did I even get here? But because you like a challenge, you got to figure it out like a puzzle. That, that, no, wow. that makes so much sense. Wow. Yeah. No, yeah, I, yeah it's, it's crazy you mentioned that because like recently I've heard a lot of people say, oh, you know, you're, you're supposed to struggle. The only way you can ever accomplish anything is, is by struggling, by hard work. You got to go out there. You got to basically kill yourself. You got to be up like, no, this can't be life. Like who, who even made right. that as a rule, you know? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> nah, that's definitely not it. You know, I, I definitely don't, don't see it like that. Like as if oh, your whole life is supposed to struggle in order to obtain things and, and mm. do all this like nah like there, there has to be uh like you said like our, i believe our natural state is at peace but again society you know family all, all you know careers all that stuff gets piled on top of us and then we get our, we get distracted i feel like from our original state i don't know if you mm -hmm. feel the same way about that yeah definitely definitely it's just a bunch of noise in your reality that you can't ignore that you have mm. to focus on and it becomes your new set of challenges you know this is why Awakening is so hard for some people. They're like, oh, my family doesn't get it. And I think that people just forget that awakening is not for everybody else. It's for you. Like it's for you to take that journey to go deeper. It's just, you just don't want to look crazy in front of your family. Like they don't want to, you don't want your parents to walk in your room. You're like half naked in the robe, standing next to a table with some candles lit. They're like, what are you doing? <laughs> I'm trying to set the mood. They're like, you're crazy. You're crazy. Like, no, it's not about that. It's about really gaining that personal relationship with self. Mm. Most people doubt what they believe in their whole life. Like to the day that they die, they doubt what they believe in instead of actually finding something concrete to believe in. And in order to do that, you have to really take that journey to self. Because mm -hmm. um, when you take that journey to self and you start that self-study, you start to love the creator, if that's what you believe, even more. Like you'd be like, this is crazy. Look, look at us. We're talking. Like we exist. Yeah. We're really here. Yeah. No. Like yeah, why? No. <laughs> yeah, no, for real. Seriously, yeah. we ask ourselves that literally. All no, the we time. do ask ourselves that a lot. <laughs> all the time. A lot.
But um, I guess, so, you know, we all have our awakening points. And even though like a lot of stuff was happening to you at a, at a young age and you were coming in contact with all these things, uh, when was it that you finally were able to make sense of it? Like when did your, like, when did your awakening point start and like what introduced you to, to it? Um, when my best friend crossed over, when he died, that was it. Oh, wow. Like that was the last, that was the, that was the moment, what I'll call, that's when the astral cowboy awakened. Like that's when the, the, the guy who didn't care about death, like fully awakened. Like I was like, you know what? I, I, I said, this is foul. Cause I don't trust many people. So I was like, well, how could I lose my best friend? I was like, I gotta go find him. And it's ironic. Cause I told him that like a month before he crossed over, I said, bro, if you ever die, I said, I'm going to come find you. And he was like, what do you mean? I said, I will literally find you. I said, I will get out of body and I will hunt for you. And he thought I was joking. So a week after he crossed over, I go to sleep, like I'm in my apartment and I lay down. Next thing you know, like I'm out of body and I'm on his coattail. Like he turns around wherever he is or wherever he was, he turns around like, what are you doing here? And I was like, I told you I would find you. That was, that was the beginning of like my astral adventures. That was like 2014. Like when I really like, cause I knew then like I had to figure out what was going on outside of here. I was tired of being uneasy. I was tired of using faith as a handicap. Like, oh, I, I have faith that they're in a better place. I wanted to know if they were in a better place. Like, I don't, I don't, the mystery was killing me. Like the suspense, like, where is he? Like, did he, did he ascend or did he descend? Is he in a lower realm or a higher realm? He was somewhere in between. Just how he, just how he was here. Just in between, chilling. Like, dude, what are you doing? And he explained time to me um he showed me he showed me time like he stood in front of me and he made his hair go from really long to really short then he made it go really long again with locks then he turned the locks gray and he said this is time he taught me a lesson and then left i, had, I didn't see him for like three months after that i was like no he didn't drop a lesson off like a like a sensei and then just abandon <laughs> me like that but he did and i knew then that to me he had only been gone a month for him, it was more like six years. Oh, wow. Like he had went out there and studied. He had conquered what some would call death because you wouldn't believe it until you go to the other side that most beings still believe like, I'm gonna die, although they're already dead. Mm -hmm. Like they're like, you know, I'm like, oh, this is it for me. No, it was already it for you. That's how you got over here. Like that's how you, oh, wow. you know, but that's when it really started 2014. I started to, and I never really studied anything. I never really studied any because a book didn't do it for me. I wasn't always so visual. I was more hands-on. I'd have to experience to understand. Most people can sit down and visualize all day, but I didn't even trust that. Mm. I was like, what happens? What happens if I go raw? What happens if I take this journey raw? That means without, without any belief, would anything happen to me? Would anything happen for me? Would I need anything greater? Would I have any greater experiences? And the answer is absolutely yes. Like, yes, like, yes, yes, yes. In fact, most spirit beings are waiting for you to shed the different layers or the costumes you put on yourself so they can talk to you. I like that. You know, you might need to balance your life, but if you only believe in chakras, you'll only have visions of chakras. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? But what, what do you see when you don't believe in chakras? What do you see when you don't break down the spiritual system into the points? You become this whole self. So when your spirit guides touch you, it cleanses you in the whole way, not just one section. Not just heal my heart or heal, heal my mind, but heal me completely. It, it allows spirit to do a complete work. Your spirit squad, as I call them, your team. 
Like it allows them to do a complete work. And people go, oh, that's crazy. Why don't you believe in this? Because I don't have to. Like for me, it, I wasn't sent for that. Like I was sent to help heal. That's my, every time I tried to study something, that's the only time it seemed like telepathy worked. Like, cause I could hear my team loud and clear. You don't need that. You don't need that. I'm like, well, am I being arrogant? Cause people are going to be pretty mad at me cause I didn't study this. They're like, no, just focus. And I remember how mad I was at what some would call the creator. I said, why would you do this to me? Like this, I said, there are things that I can't explain about myself that I'll never be able to explain. And all I could ask the creator is why'd you do me this way? Why'd you send me on this route? And it wasn't until I was like 27, 28 that I really started to become grateful for it. Because I noticed the amount of noise that the conscious community was experiencing through studying. Like they kept picking up books and they kept saying, this is resonating. They kept Googling things and they kept saying, this is resonating. To say that is to give it permission to operate in your life. Mm. And so I noticed that, like I was doing readings for people and they're like, oh, well, I need to unblock my throat chakra but the whole conversation is full expression. You sound pretty unblocked to me, <laughs> right? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, uh, it, sounds, it's, it sounds unblocked to me. Well, I can express to you. I just can't express to everybody else. Yes, you can. Because you just express to the one that will cut you off for saying some ignorant stuff. Like, I will cut you off. Like, what are you talking about? Like, what are you saying? Like, but I'm the most non-judgmental person I know. Like, if so, I think that people... Like I said, you know, going back to loving pain, loving the pain, people in the spiritual community love the pain. They just love it. They're waiting for it. I'm waiting for the universe to teach me another lesson. Like you do know you don't need to get a whooping to learn something. Like it doesn't take me to punch you in the face to teach you how to dodge a punch. Like I can tell you like, look, when this comes across, you should move, not hit you in the face and go next time, move. Okay. No. Yeah, you know, like, I think that conscious people treat themselves like they're ignorant. They like to feel low because it makes them feel high. Like you don't need somebody to tell you the stove is hot for you not to touch it. Mm-hmm. Like you should definitely not touch, you're not supposed to touch the stove anyway. Put the pot on it and use it what it's used for. Don't try to break down its function. Is it hot? Yes, it's fire. Yeah. Like this is, this is the common sense of the spiritual path that people are skipping. Like they're just skipping it. So then they got to get the whooping. They got to get beat up by the universe. They got to get jumped. Oh, I lost my job and I lost my house all for the universe to teach me I was worth it. I'm so grateful. Wow. Like, what? Wow. Oh, okay. Yeah, I see. Wow. Nah, yeah. And I like how you say that, you know, and, and that you're not a judgmental person at all because there's people out there who go on the spiritual path, mm-hmm. right? And, and you know, they, they feel all lonely and then they, they look at everyone else and say, oh, all y'all are brainwashed. All y'all are ignorant. If only y'all knew. Instead of trying, you know, instead of trying to go out there and help and teach like you're doing, they look at everyone else as like below them, like, oh, y'all are brainwashed. You know, I, which, I mean, that was like, I guess at the beginning of my spiritual journey, that's how you see like, what, what's up with people? Why are they falling for all these tricks and games? But then eventually I realized, wait a second, everyone's on their own path, just like I was, you know, and it, and it takes mm-hmm. time, right? So um, like that could lead into like, what would you say to people that want to start to, I guess, open their mind to sort of a spiritual path? Like what are the things they can do? Like, what are the things you can recommend? I mean, I know we're on our own path yeah, and they have to be willing to be teachable, but what are sort of things you would want to teach someone that is willing to be as open-minded to it? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's just starting out. Mm. this is a good one this is a good one because it's very because I wouldn't recommend any books I wouldn't recommend any books or google Mm. or I wouldn't even recommend that they go get a reading I'd recommend that they start in silence 
And I do mean silence. I do mean waking up one day and evaluating yourself for where you're at. Because once you figure out where you're at with it, you know where you're going. Most people know where they're at automatically because they're already tired of themselves. That's why they need to awaken. They're like, I need something else. Like I need an angel to show up. Something needs to blast out the, you know, something needs to come out the dimensions for me because I'm, I'm so tired of this. Like I'm losing faith. Where are the spirits? You know, we need, we, we need something. And so we don't take the time to self-evaluate. My, my main goal, especially in Soul Academy is true self-study. Like some people, if you're just starting, for those that are hearing this, if you're just starting and you don't know where to begin, you start off first thing in the morning when you wake up, you and a notebook. That Because everybody, for the most part, wakes up with thoughts. Now you need to evaluate why you have these thoughts and where they come from. You start working on this. So when you discover the higher keys of spirituality, you can transition into them easier, not having not experiencing what they call the dark night of the soul. Cause I'm telling you, that's not necessary oh, either. Wow. You just gotta, you just gotta like, you people go, oh, I had my dark night of the soul. Well, you didn't need to, you just weren't paying attention. Mm. Like you, you weren't listening. But for those that are just awakening, self-study is everything and honesty, honesty. It is a personal journey. Like take me so serious when I say that. It is a personal, personal, personal journey. I don't care what you're dealing with. It is not the next person's business. Even if you're like, even if you're out in public at the grocery store with your mascara running, if somebody goes, what's wrong? It's still not their business. You don't have to answer them. You're healing. So heal. It feels better when you do it by yourself because a lot of beings torture you when you come out on top. You go, I'm feeling great. And they go, oh, that was because of me. That actually makes you rewind. Because now you feel like somebody stole your independence. Now you got to repeat a lesson to do it yourself. You should have did it yourself in the first place. So you start off with self-study, you take that notebook and you write down the things you feel you need to adjust about yourself. And then you take the things on the list that you actually can do right now, that you can actually start right now. Most people go, oh, I just want to be greater for my family. I just want to, I just want to be able to provide for my family. And me, I'm a, I'm, I am a rebel to the core. I do not believe in working a nine to five. It is not in my nature. We are, I believe, I believe we are bosses. Like, so I won't tell a person to go get a job. Like, oh, you, I want to provide for my family. Cool. Let's talk about your skill sets. And let's start, let's talk about how we can, how we can start that business right now. Well, all I know how to do is, is write poetry. Fine. Fine. Let's work with that. Cause I guarantee you that's going to be a part of the tools that heal you. Like most people, most people's destinies are wrapped up in the things that they do out of habit and hobby. It's wrapped up in it. It's right there. You just can't see how powerful it can be because you haven't taken the time to actually look at yourself. You know, that's why I said self-study is everything. For the person that's just awakening, you in a notebook. I don't care if you hurt your own feelings. I don't care if you feel like a piece of crap when you're done writing in that notebook. Just know that you identified something that was wrong. Because you can identify it, you can fix it. Wow. Like, because you can... And, yeah. and when you don't make it anybody else's business, it makes it easier to fix it. I don't care if you're on drugs. Like, if you don't tell nobody, nobody's going to walk up to you and ask you, how's that crack addiction? They're not going to walk up to you and go, so how's your drug addiction? How you doing? Are you, are you off that stuff yet? No, that is not motivating. Mm. Right, that is not motivating. That makes you want it. That makes you go like, why are they in? I've met a lot of people dealing with internal issues that they can't even explain, but it's because they keep telling everyone that they can't fix it. And for the newly awakened being, this is how they get the most torture because they newly awakened and they go hunt for every psychic that they can find. Mm. Tell me about my twin flame. Tell me about my past life. Tell me about my this. Tell me about my that. And you got to understand the spectrum of consciousness is so infinite. They could be telling you about some stuff that is irrelevant now. 
and you'll hold on to it. You're ju you just awakened and you're already holding on the heavy stuff. You already can't mm. take it. You know, that's why you got to take the time and study self so you know which direction to go in first. You don't know what's for you until you look at who you actually are. People go, oh, I left religion. Mm. I left religion. Okay, so what religion are you going to choose next? Oh, oh, mm. I'm not going to choose religion. Religion's not real. Everything is a religion. If I told you, if I told you that four stones made God and I wrote it down in the book, that's no, that's a new religion. Mm. It's a new religion because I worship them four stones and we can be deep about four, right? The four corners, uh, the four elements, how it's God, like, you know what I'm saying? Things like that. Uh, yeah. it, 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 it will become, it will become a religion. So there's religion in everything. So before you choose a new path, before you say, oh, I'm going to study ancient Egypt, let's see what's ancient Egyptian about you. Because mm, okay. you, you you could spend years studying something you don't need. Now you now you have knowledge in your hard drive that's just sitting there. Like your laptop. You know what I'm saying? There's things on your laptop you will never see again, but they're always gonna be sitting there. Mm. You didn't know why you needed it. You just downloaded it mm. or you put it on there. You know, like, and this is what newly awakened beings go through. They just fill up their hard drive till there's no space and then they panic. That's yeah. when they have the dark night. Uh, Ego no. death, if you will. Yeah, and yo, it's crazy you mentioned that because that was actually gonna be my next question is like when people, you know, go through that awakening and you know, maybe they were previously religious, and I'm I'm probably speaking personally as well. Like, you know, you were religious at one point and you you get get yourself out of religion. And so you look for these new spiritual practices, but you get out of one box and kind of box yourself up in another. Cause there's oh. like there's like a lot of new age beliefs that just have you going all over the place as well. So like you get mm -hmm. out of one loop and you think you're free, but you just put yourself in another loop. So I guess um what like what spiritual beliefs do you hold on to because i mean you boiled it down pretty simple it's just self-discovery you know studying yourself but like what what else does that does that go around for you i i am a firm believer that i am god mm. i am and i do mean firm because most people get angry at me when i say that they're like you're not god like i'm like no not in that not in that sense not that i needed to create everything but if i was made in the the, the image of the creator i am that thing and mm. i think i believe that our only role as awakened beings is to be the unique creation we were created to be. That is being the unique gods we were created to be. What unique version were you created to be? And can you be that? You know, that is like my, my firmest belief, my firmest belief, but I have a healthy belief in the spiritual part of God, like the, the or the creator. Most people are like, you don't believe in God. I don't believe in that term because man made that term. Let's just say creator just to be safe. <laughs> like, let, let, Let's just say creator just to be safe because they make God as a blanket term. Like I knew that. Like I was like, God is such a blanket term. When you say God, you automatically, first of all, when somebody says God in a big group of people, everybody automatically shuts up. Mm. You'd be like, God said, and everybody will be quiet. It's so crazy. Like, and God couldn't have said nothing. God could have said cotton candy is half off today, but everybody's going to listen to what you're saying because you said God said. It's a trigger word. Like it's a trigger word that people use to to invoke a type of feeling or energy within you. So but I'm a firm believer in the creator. Like I'm like, you got to be crazy. Me, all of these out of body experiences, all of these different dimensions, all of these things going on. You crazy if you don't think I'm a believer. I'm just not a religious believer. I came from a Christian background. Mm, yeah, that means that means that means in a sense, slavery is my natural state. Like, that's what Christianity teaches you. It's a way that, it's to teach you to bow down, although the creator created us to stand up. 
religion will do that to you. But it's not the religion itself. It's the people who own and operate the religion. Because oh, the, Bible, the, the, the Bible has beauty in it. Yes. But there's some parts in there you'd be like, that doesn't make sense. Like, that doesn't, that really add up to me. You know what I'm saying? Like, that don't, and it's because somebody edited that portion and then they pushed that portion. Like, nah, like, it, it's, it, but once you step on this side of the fence, you have more confidence in your connection with the creator. I'm a firm believer that I even learned that in church. Uh-huh. I thought, I, I thought growing up, we were supposed to have a personal relationship with God. Mm-hmm. And when I found out that you were supposed to have a personal relationship, I stopped reading. I stopped, I stopped going to church and none of it made sense. Because if you tell me how to love God, then the way I love God is not genuine. Mm. I should be able to wake up and choose that. Some days I wake up crying. I don't even know why. And I wake up in gratitude. I don't even know why. That's because I have a better connection with the creator than I ever had before. Wow. Mm. You know what I'm saying? But it, it took self-study, like a lot of self-study, a lot of ins and outs. A lot of self-acceptance, like this is something you do, or what I call kinks. Everybody has their kinks. Like this is this is your kinks, bro. Like you mm-hmm. you gonna have to deal with your kinks. Somebody gonna love it and come to find out, going viral on TikTok, there are many who love it. Yeah. Like there there are many who love it. Like the money mantra, that's a kink. I have to rhyme about everything. Yeah. Like it's a it's a it's a it's a thing. Somebody was like, "Oh, he's a wizard. He's a warlock." I'm like, "Call it what you want, man. Call it what you want. I can't help but rhyme." Like, don't let me be in the mood, like, in that moment. My whole paragraph will rhyme. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. You know, that that <laughs> honestly is, like, the reason that sparked this connection, right? This mantra and then me showing him. And it's just an easy way. <laughs> Thank of, you. Like, Thank it's you. awesome. Thank it's really just a cashy thing. It's also, yeah. like, a manifestation. And, like, what are things that you did or what is the inspiration for these mantras? Like you say, it is a kink of yours, you know, a person that you do, that that, that, that is you, right, as a person. But, like, what mm-hmm. gives you these inspirations to want to make these and post them out there for people to enjoy? My own situations, man. Like, my own situations. Like, the money mantra, believe it or not, was written, like, over four years ago. Oh, Wow. Yeah, like that's what people don't, they're like, this is so dope. I'm like, it's not new though. <laughs> like it's not new. But what I was going through at the time was insane. Like I, I was at a point in my life where I had lost everything. And you don't know, like you don't know what it's like to be at the lowest point until you touch the lowest point. Wow. Like when you when you finally touch it, you don't panic. Like people think like, oh, I'm at my lowest. Everything is over. No, after everything is over, that's your lowest point. And I had hit that. I hit that. I was homeless. Like, I was homeless. I hit it. Like, I smacked it. Rock bottom. And for some reason, I enjoyed it. Like, the rebel in me enjoyed it. The rebel in me sleeping at the park enjoyed the fact that didn't nobody bother me at the park. Nobody came to the park to tell me, like, you can't be here or you got to pay rent and you got to do. I felt free. And from that moment, I started writing things that made me feel even more free. The money mantra. And then I have another one that I wrote that just basically states like, if it was for me, I would have it. So Mm -hmm. I'm not in a rush to get anywhere. I'm already there. Like it made me calm down. It made me have peace where I was, which helped me focus on where I was going. At the time, like I said, I'm not a nine to fiver. You would think like, that's how the heck you ended up homeless. Facts, (laughs) those are facts. Like those are facts because I refused. Like I refused. I said, I have too many skills for this. But at the time I was repairing computers, just a computer tech. 
like secretly, secretly counseling people, secretly deep, secretly spirit, secretly spiritual, but repairing computers. Like I'm at people's houses and repairing their computers, talking to them about their life issues. They're like, I should have paid you for a counseling session. I'm like, I agree. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> I agree. Like, like I agree. But it business was really slow. I was working for this woman and I think that she liked me or something like that. And I didn't, I wasn't feeling the same. And she fired me without paying me. I lost my oh, apartment. Um, I lost my apartment. I lost everything. And from that day on, I knew that I had a different purpose because the crazy thing is you would think, like, that's a lot to happen to me, right? Like, that's crazy, yeah. But it only happened because I was out of blueprint. It, it only happened because I was away from my purpose. You could, one could say it helped me find my purpose, but I had never lost my purpose. I was just actively ignoring it. Ooh. Like, like I, don't, I, don't, I didn't want to help people. Like, I was tired. I used to say it all the time. Like you said, bro, like, when you first awaken, you're, you're very judgmental. I used to say I hate humans. I used to say it all the time. I'm like, I hate humans. My, my friends are like, yo, let's go out. I don't want to be around no humans, bro. Um, like, I don't want to. And so, I, and so I'm, I'm resisting my destiny. Like, right then and there. Knowing good and well, I have to talk to people. Like, knowing good and well, I have to see people and oh, speak wow. with them and help them. Oh, wow. You know, and so once I really got into alignment, everything started to flow in. I started my, I started my spiritual business. And when I say, like, money started to flow in while I was sleeping, that's when I knew I was on the right track because I didn't have to do anything to earn. I just had to be in that space ready to receive it. And that's why the money mantra is going so crazy now. Uh. That's the lesson. That's the lesson everybody's gathering. Like you got to be in that space. Some chick was like, only got $10. She's like, but I ain't never got $10. I was like, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, exactly. Like, it, wow. it's, it's starting, it's starting a wave. Like, it's the wave already started, but I wanted to yeah. grow, y'all. I'm sorry. I know that's like out. It's like segueing into something else, but nah, nah, it I excites will, me. No, yeah. it will definitely. Yeah, no, and that, that's quite, yo, that's quite the story, honestly. I mean, that, yeah. that's really inspiring. And dude, I'm, I'm loving the story so far. This is actually amazing. I was not expecting that. Yeah, like, that's honestly, it's, it's, it's crazy to see now. As you can see, like, right, your story, you're coming up now. And you are on this path of not only helping millions to come, you're inspiring thousands as of now. And you're doing this with your words, you're doing this with simply wanting the best out of people, serving them as quality as you can. And that, that is amazing. And this is why I know, you know, you will succeed in this sort thanks, of pathway. Thanks. No, yeah. That's awesome. Thanks, <laughs> I, I'm still taking it in, man. I'm still taking it in. I'm just like, and they're so demanding on TikTok. How come nobody warned me, man? Nobody <laughs> warned me like, Nobody warned me like, yo, you would go viral. And then the next day you would have hundreds of messages in your messenger just yes. from people saying help. Wow. They're like, help. And I'm like, what do you mean help? Aren't there like millions of me out there? But I've been told by my spiritual team, there's none of me out there. Like, but I, in my head, I'm like, the spiritual community is huge. Like, where are all the psychics online giving free readings? And how come these people can't find them? And it's because they're not, they're not getting help. They're getting temporary fixes. Ooh. Like, you know, and that's dangerous. I, 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 me, I'll be, I get a little irritated when people come to me for a reading that just talked to a psychic yesterday. Like, all I need to know when we talk is what did y'all talk about? Like, what did you really cover? Like, she pulled some cards. Like, that, that's tarot. 
let's let's really get into it. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh-huh. let's let's really dig deep. I'm gonna tell you what your issue is because I'm I'm looking at you from a non-judgmental standpoint. Mm-hmm. I want you to stand and sit as high as I am. I want you to feel whole within yourself. I want you to feel powerful within yourself. And I think that's that's not happening in the, uh-huh. the spiritual community. They're like they're doing the how do I say it? Like at Walmart, the, you know, you get the samples. They're just giving uh-huh. you the sample, make you make you come back for more. Like for me. You gonna come back for more because it's it's not enough time to talk about what we need to talk about in an hour. Like there's just not, there's just not. Like we're gonna be on the phone for at least an hour and a half, two hours. Like, and my highest session is an hour session. I don't tell spirit when to shut up. Mm. You don't do that. Like you, you finish the work because you can remember a time in your life where you really needed some advice, and all somebody basically said to you was, "Dang, that's crazy," or "That's that's mm. wild, man." I, 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 I wish you weren't dealing with that. That's not advice. Like that is, that is not it. I wish you weren't dealing with that. It does not help me not deal with this. Uh, wow. You know what I'm saying? Like we have to, we have to find a way to solve the issues that are going on in this world. Somebody struggling with, with money, somebody struggling with food and you go, I'm gonna pray for you. No, if you don't got no money, move. Like they need to eat. You're going to pray about it. You're going to pray while you eat chicken. That is so foul. Like, Whoa. you at the table, you at the table, Lord, please help them homeless people. Oh, wow. Yeah. Like, what? Like, this is, you should have gave them the food. Give yeah. them the food. Oh, you didn't think about that. Like, I feel like we have to actually start solving the issues here. Mm-hmm. Without, instead of trying to look at it deeply, like like a monk or something, you're standing there with your arms crossed like, oh, look at 10 million homeless people. Everything is what it is for a purpose. No. Mm-hmm. No. no, like we have an issue here that we have to fix. And it ain't even just homeless people. There are people who have dealt with traumas that can't even talk about them. Because as soon as somebody talks, as soon as they talk about them, somebody calls them crazy. Somebody says you're tripping or it's too late to do anything about it now. Now they have something that needs to be healed lying dormant within them. Now it's rotting inside of them. So the only energy coming into their life that they can manifest is rot and death energy. Mm. we gotta like we gotta fix this guys like we gotta do something yeah, definitely. Like, what would you say to people that consistently feel overwhelmed or just overthink life in general and i guess it's worry it's anxiety of what's to come or what should i be doing i like to look at that from a religious standpoint why because the story in the bible is so cold like it's so sick like that it helps you actually have peace to think, to think about an ending. I'm stressing about tomorrow. Mm. But in the blink of an eye, it could all be over. So to stress about tomorrow is pure ignorance. Like you, you should not stress about, t- it's crazy how often tomorrow changes. You know what I'm saying? Like it's crazy how often tomorrow changes. I could be sitting here right now planning to go to Walmart tomorrow and I could wake up tomorrow and all the Walmarts could be closed due to quarantine. You get what I'm saying? There's so many changes happening to tomorrow that you shouldn't focus on it. You're overwhelmed with things in your past because you keep adding to it. You got to sort through what you already have before you add it. You can't pour into an already filled cup. Like you just can't. Your, your, Your cup, your cup is art. You ever tried to do that? It's like the, it's, it is not cute. Like if you ever take a cup of water, right? Yeah. And 
you take another cup of water and you put some food color in it, yellow, yellow food color. When you pour that yellow food coloring into the water, it's not going to spread out beautifully. The water is going to spill. It's going to rip apart what's already in your cup, which means that it's going to make a mess of everything that you are already mm-hmm. when you start adding to. And I think people obsessed with adding to. I'm on the hunt for knowledge, but what did you do with the knowledge you already gathered? It's causing you chaos. And don't listen to another being's perception of something because people are thinking about December 21st. And I said it on my page about like the rapture. I talked about it. I talked about it being a mass abduction and people are scared. I'm like, would you, why would you be scared of being abducted versus preparing to not be abducted? Uh, Why do we, why do we choose the solution to lay down and die before we stand up and fight? Like we go, oh, oh, well, I guess it's going to happen. They're bigger and stronger than me. Like, dude, you could at least curse at them for a rock or something. Uh-huh. Like, like, don't, like, don't just lie down and die. Let them know, like, you just picked up the wrong person. Like, it's not, but we love to cling to that. And it's so overwhelming because it's something that's beyond what we can fathom. You think about it all ending. It could all end. Like, why would you think about that? It could all begin. It could all finally start for you. You ever wonder why some people's lives are going the way that they're going is because they're constantly thinking subconsciously, it could all end, mm. it could all be over. And so in a sense, they're telling their lives to slowly but surely stop moving forward. It could mm. all be over. Oh, we're gonna die anyway. So, like, like, mm. like I, don't, I don't understand, like, so? So are you saying you'd rather not live? So you've been given an opportunity to live, but you'd rather die, is mm. what you're saying. And so you can't expect that there are people like for the money monster that it's not working for. And I know it's because they cling to death energy all day. Like they cling to it. Everything is dying. Everything is reversed. Everything is going in on itself. But that's why self-study is the most important. Like if I can teach anybody anything, self-study is it. I need to know why my eyes twitch when a certain person walks in the room. I need to know why this inner, just this type of thing makes me feel uneasy. I need to know why when I wake up in the morning are all of my bones stiff. I need to know why my mouth is dry. What solves over mouth, overnight dry mouth? What so, do you, do we ask ourselves any of these questions to make ourselves feel more comfortable mm-hmm. to focus on the things that we've gathered? You know what I'm saying? When you wake up in the morning, do you feel tired? Does it take you a long time to wake up? Have you asked yourself why it takes you so long to wake up? Are you looking at it from a scientific approach or are you looking at it from a spiritual approach for those that have a hard time and i feel like i'm talking to somebody bro like for those who have a hard time waking up in the morning mm-hmm. it is not that you your diet is bad it is not that your energy is off it just takes a long time for the spirit to get back into the body after it travels like these are facts yo you're talking right to this guy right here which is insane look at this man bro holy wow that's insane i feel like like he's speaking to your soul right now (laughs) (laughs) that's what i'm saying like people you people take their journeys and they start thinking everything is wrong like everything is wrong i'm so tired everything is wrong so you add extra nutrients you're doing the most with your diet you're doing the extras and you didn't even need to. You're just more spiritually adept than others. You travel. So therefore, you need to spend more time getting out of bed, not hopping right up. You have no idea. Or maybe you do because you're playing with it like that. But going through your whole day with yourself partially outside of you. Mm-hmm. And not, not feeling all the way there during the day. Like you're like, yo, I don't feel like I'm all the way in my body. And it's possible. It's possible because you don't take the time to actually come back and wake up. You hop out of bed partially inside, you know? 
take the time to wake up. Take at least 30 minutes to wake up. You'll feel better. You'll feel better. Give your time, give your real self time to integrate back into your limbs before you hurt your limbs. I am walking proof of this. I'm a traveler and I will crash back into my body like a bomb. Like, like, and I'll wake up and I'll be like, my whole body hurts. I probably should have came back a lot slower. Like I probably should, I probably shouldn't have did that. But it took me, I, but that's because I took the journey of self-study. That's why it's most important. Mm-hmm. So I guess this whole thing that we were mentioning right now is like you, you recently made a TikTok. I think it was on dreams, but dreams not actually being dreams. Could you elaborate a little bit on that? Yes, yes, yes. People on TikTok were waiting for me to elaborate on this. I told them not yet. I'm like, wait, like, wait, <laughs> like y'all going to wait, but I'll, I'll do it here. Okay, so exclusives. <laughs> this is an, yeah, it's an exclusive, ain't it though? Hey, I feel so famous right now. Like this is <laughs> right. But look, yeah. it's like it's like okay. How do I say this? Because I gotta say it right the first time. It's like this: dreams or the dream dimension was something that was actually created in the mind of what people call their oppressor. Your oppressor told you that dreams were real. So when you go to sleep, the mind is still active and you have dreams. The the pineal gland releases DMT and that's how we have dreams. Although the pineal gland releases that energy to give us access to travel. Mm -hmm. But the dream itself, this is why people dream of the most ignorant stuff like Mario Kart. Like, why are you dreaming about Mario Kart? And it's because they gave you a dimension to play in, to create in. The Mm -hmm. issue is that we stay there we stay in that dimension. We always go, I'm dreaming this, or it was just a dream that we never look at it in a deeper manner. So therefore we miss out on all the glory of being able to travel. Mm. Like I tell people we don't dream. I, when I, when I tell myself I don't dream no more, it got crazy. I was like, I don't dream no more. People go, well, if you don't dream, it's going to be black. No, the only reason it's black is because now your body is asleep. And now you're inside of your body looking around. Like this is what it looks like with my eyes closed. Like this is, I'm, I'm ready. You're about ready to get out of body. You're preparing to get out of body. You're preparing to travel. And for spiritual people, once your spirit team notice like you're tapping into this, they're gonna come get you. They're gonna be like, oh, you're, oh, you're excuse my French, or oh, you're a badass now. Like you got this, like, let's go. Like, let, let me show you something. No, it's the most uncomfortable feeling in the world to get snatched, like just pulled like, oh, like you'd be like, oh, what the heck is going on? But when you arrive, they're like, I'm glad that you chilled long enough for us to show you this. Like, but you don't, if you stop, just stop telling yourself you dream because dreams are meant to be something, they're meant to be forgotten. That's why you forget them. Like they're meant to, they're not meant to be remembered because they're not a real reality. That's why they say it's just the dream. Like it's just the dream. So they, so you don't remember the information you're bringing back. The dream, the term dream, the dimension of dreams was created so you would fail at gathering more spiritual knowledge. Some people break that. Some people go, oh, I didn't have dreams. Like, when I woke up from this vision, like I felt the pain in my body and it's because you were really there. Mm-hmm. Like you were, you were really there, you really travel. It's giving insight into all the different dimensions that exist around us that we don't believe we have access to. To dream in itself is to create a dimension within itself. Oh. It's just not a dimension you wanna hang out in because nothing real happens there. But now when you start traveling, that's when all the real stuff starts happening and you might even start having dreams again, but you'll be lucid. Mm. and when you're lucid that's a whole different game because now when sometimes when I feel like my body's trying to have dreams I'll go lucid and I'll destroy the dream I'll touch a wall and I'll destroy the whole paint the whole picture 
Like, no, let's, let's forget this false stuff. Let me see something real. And then I'll shoot off to another dimension. Like, like, let's not, it was all a ploy to make sure you didn't find out any of, because how else are spirit beings supposed to reach you if they can't appear before you, like with your physical eyes? They have to meet you in a separate dimension. Now your enemy doesn't want them to meet you. So they tell you you're just having dreams. So sometimes when you're really, really tired, your body is really, really tired, you black out, you go to sleep. Next thing you know, it's six o'clock in the morning. Like next thing you know, you blacked out. You're so tired, you blacked out. You didn't even have a dream. You didn't even do the bare minimum. Or you had a dream. It was very intense, but as soon as you woke up, you forgot it. And like I said, dimensional travel causes amnesia. Traveling through all of those different folds, it's easy to forget. Because traveling through all of those folds, you start to become some of those folds. Like you start to become what you're traveling through. And it's hard to even remember who you are. I've experienced some dimensions where you forget your whole overall identity. I forgot what the universe was, which means I for dang sure didn't remember Earth. Like I didn't remember, and I was trapped. Like there was no leaving, like I was dying. You feel me? Out there, like you think to yourself, out there you can die? Yes. Like out there you can die the actual death, the become nothing, never to exist again, that one. You know, so it's just, it's just not a game. But that's why we got to actively practice not dreaming. Just say it. Try it one night when you go to sleep, guys. I don't dream. I travel. And you'll notice the difference in what you see when your body goes to sleep. You don't dream. You travel. And once you start saying this, you'll start being taken on adventures. People want to experience their spirit guides in the different dimensions. In order to experience this, you got to activate the vehicle that takes you on these journeys. First, you got to say, I'm on a journey. I'm traveling. I'm, I'm not dreaming. Because to dream is to just be inside your head and nowhere else. Mm. It's not real. The mind itself isn't even real. We created that space to incubate information. Mm. Like that's how powerful we are. Like, <laughs> like we, just, we just be making false dimensions to work in. Like that's all we do. But there comes a point in your path where you gotta see what's actually real. Like see what's actually out there. Ask your spirit team to reveal it to you. I don't care if you believe in Jesus, Jesus will show you. Like ask Jesus to show you. Jesus was an ascended master, bro. Like, that means he practiced all forms of magic. Wow. Yeah. Like, this is like, me, I don't have no enemies. That's what I say. Like, I don't, people go, you left religion? Yeah, but I love them all. I love all the deities. Like, if they got a problem with me, it's because I was out there in another dimension doing something I wasn't supposed to do. Yeah. Like, usually that's it. Like, usually that's the problem. Other than that, they love me. Because I'm not, I'm not their enemy. I'm trying to figure out how they found out what they found out. Like, how'd you, like, how'd you figure this out? And they go through meditation. I'm like, oh, that's just too much for me. Like, that's just too much. I'll just get out of body and go find it myself. <laughs> yeah. So, so I guess, I guess, I guess, just to clarify what you're saying about this whole dream thing, because I feel like there, there's a lot being overlooked when it comes to dream. I mean, we spend a third of our life, I guess, in this state, you know, where we sleep, and it's obviously not just for the. I, I don't believe that it's just for our body to recharge. I do feel like we need to take advantage of this time. So, I guess again, just to clarify. So, what you're saying is that when you enter a dream right that's just the illusion i guess like that's the the wall you have to break in order mm -hmm. to in order to start traveling but is, is that is like traveling or going on these journeys equivalent equivalent to like lucid dreaming like is once you go lucid you breaking and shattering the the dream it's like i'll, I'll give this bit of advice like it's like a muscle okay mm -hmm. every time you use the muscle it gets stronger and or it tears okay spirituality is the same way when you start going lucid it's fun for the first time you're dreaming and you pop up and you go 
this is a dream. Like, this is a dream. It is a magnificent moment. You're like, yo, I'm really out here and this is crazy. This is just a dream. But when you come back to your body, you're going to be so tired because it is, it is your first time using your actual power. Oh. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like, and so that's the first step to breaking the wall is lucid dreaming. Once you start lucid dreaming, you'll stop falling into the hypnagogic state altogether. You'll just lay down, close your eyes, feel yourself falling asleep, and you'll instantly be somewhere else. It won't be like a vision. You'll be more in control, but this takes practice. I, I tell people, give it a month. Give it a month of real practice. Like, you're going to notice the difference. Your life is never going to be the same after you start lucid dreaming. It's never. Because that's when your guides stop. Because for, for a while, for the majority of your life, you were just having dreams. So your guides were only able to put synchronicities in your dreams. Oh. Now they can actually come take you on journeys because you're paying attention. Dreams work on auto. That's how you know it's not real. You're in another place doing something you don't even want to do. You know what I'm saying? Like, you didn't even want to do that. Like, you don't even know why in this dream you were flipping burgers and why you couldn't stop flipping burgers. Like, why? It's because it's not real. It's a, it's a false reality that exists to keep you from discovering that which is real. You could say, we could, you say we could, we spend three-fourths of, three of our lives dreaming. Can you imagine what we would do with that space if we actually started traveling? Mm. This is what I say. And I always tell people, like, your enemy is not here in the physical realm. Your enemy is in the spirit realm. They have to stop you from being able to gather all of this knowledge and information. Because once you find out the truth of who you are, nobody can control you anymore. Look at me. I'm out here wilding out on the block. Like nobody can control you anymore <laughs> once, you, once you start understanding who you really are. And dreaming or traveling is a part of how you do this. But every day you work on it. Some people wake up so disappointed. Like, oh my God, I, I knew that I was dreaming, but I couldn't wake myself up. Do you understand? The fact that you woke up and recognized that is progress. Mm. Like that, that is progress in itself. Because most of the time you just wake up and forget what you dreamt about and just start your day. Now you're waking up thinking about that other reality that you were just in, which is further pouring power into it. So now you're going to be sleepier throughout the day because your body is getting used to the fact of you not wanting to be here as often. <laughs> your body's like, yo, Oh yeah, you just sleepy, bro. You just get sleepy. You just be like, why am I tired? This is ridiculous. It's because it's time to travel, not dream, travel. It's time to go. Something's trying to show you something and you need to go see about it. This leads me into asking though, Yeah, you know, there's a bunch of benefits we could say from traveling, but would you say there's also worse things that could happen? Like, could there be bad? Could there be other sort of things wanting to tamper not only with the good but also the bad side of what's ever happening yes definitely that's why i tell everybody to approach everything with righteousness don't be out there wilding out bro like don't be out there wilding out like something won't come get at you because i've mm. met i've met gods like they will come they will come get at you like i can't believe you just did that like you do know and there is a such thing fellas as the universal police they will show up and come get you you have no idea what it's like to be locked in a spiritual prison until you come back to your body and it seems like your life is literally not moving because the real you is in prison. Like, I've been in prison before. Like, for a week, like, and I cried in that dimension. They caught me. He said, you got seven days. I was like, seven days? To most people, like, that's nothing. That's seven days in the spirit realm. That's more like seven years. That's doing, like, that's doing a long-term sentence, coming back to your body, feeling like you're not even here going back to sleep. And instead of having a dream, you wake up in a jail cell. This is very real. Whoa. Like, 
There are there are laws, there are rules to this. Most people think they can just break them. Like, fine, you do what you want to. But if the universal police can't catch you, then they send the universal mercenaries. Those guys are a little more hardcore. The universal police will stop you, talk to you, tell you like you did this wrong or you're, you have to go to jail because you did this wrong. They're just locking your energy up so you don't do anything wrong. But the mercenaries, they come to kill. Like they come to, they don't come to show up and be your friend. They come to kill. They pop up in the dimension shooting. I'm not kidding. Like with guns, like you'll be like, what is going, where am I? And they're aiming at you. They're like, stop. Stop moving. I'll just fly off. I'll be like, if you can't fly, you've already missed out on catching me. I'll just fly off. Like, but there's so much going on out there. There are consequences to every action. Every action changes something in that spectrum, which is why you have to be careful with what you're doing. Your spirit team won't allow you to do a lot, but beings like me, I can slip off the radar of my spirit team. Like they can't find me. They can't see me. I don't know how I do that. I just do it. Maybe because I'm so curious. But there are rules out there. There are dangers. There are dimensions that you can travel to that you can get stuck in. Mm. Like, and you don't want to be stuck because your body doesn't need you in it to operate, mm. which is what I was saying on my TikTok about the rapture. I'm like, y'all don't understand that there are beings walking around with no soul inside of them. The body is a, is a, is a computer. Whoa, yeah. Guaranteed, guaranteed, you don't tell your laptop what programs to open up after you've logged in. Logging in means waking up. You've logged in. You're logged into your body. And if you don't come back to your body, the client, the time that you usually wake up, your body's going to wake up without you. That's why sometimes you're dreaming or you're having a dream, right? And it's so good and you want to finish it, but something wakes you up. Your body wakes you up anyway because it's on a clock. It's on a schedule. It's just a computer. True. You know what I'm saying? True. This is all a training. So when people go train me on my abilities, I can, but you're going to be frustrated like you're going to be frustrated because it's going to frustrate you that you've been out of control for so long. Mm -hmm. Like I got a mantra, I got a mantra coming for remembering dreams. Cause we, we need to, Ooh. we need to remember the information that's coming. Yo, it's important. I would say I do remember my dreams pretty consistently. And when I do, I sometimes tell him or sometimes tell a lot of other people because my dreams, I feel like they're so vivid to the point and they have like lessons. I would say like things, certain people do, certain people say, and I remember it and I feel like the feelings that I felt like, why did they do that? Or why couldn't they have just helped me with a certain thing or, and it's, I don't know how to explain it, but it, it's just this weird feeling of like, I learned a lesson from this, but like, I don't know if I should take it like actual, or is it just like, like you said, you know, is it just like a facade? Mm -hmm. I think that that's what you have to evaluate throughout the course of your day, whether it's something that was valid or it was just something that was holding up space. For you personally, though, bro, I feel like you should actually pay attention to what you see in your vision. There, there's no way there's no way you're waking. If, if it was just a normal dream, you wouldn't wake up tired. Oh, no, no. I, and it's, it's consistent, too, which is the insane <laughs> part. <laughs> it makes you want to go to the doctor, right? You're like, something's wrong. Like, nothing. <laughs> Nothing's wrong. It's just for a long time in human history, we haven't been using these abilities. Mm. So generationally speaking, we weren't born with the proper strength to handle it. Like we're working on that. We're hitting the gym with that. You're doing the same, bro. I suggest you pay attention to your visions though. Yeah. I call them visions. I call them visions because they're, they're, they'll, they'll help you sort out things. Because I, I experience the same thing, but I don't call it a dream. I know it's a meeting space in which I'm seeing something that's happening in this reality 
and I need to pay attention to it so I can adjust it. You know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah. You know, if, if it's important for you to see and it's not important for now, then you'll forget it. And it'll pop up later as deja vu. Like I've seen this before. Definitely. Like, <laughs> wow. definitely. Oh, that makes sense. No, that makes so much sense. Because there's some dreams that as I'm waking up, I'm forgetting. Like no matter how hard I try, I'm like, wait, what did I just dream about? <laughs> but I mean, that makes sense. If they're meant to be forgetting, they'll be forgotten. And the dreams that do stick, and remember, I guess there's something to take away from that. Yeah. Seriously. Yeah. Yeah. It all has a purpose. We all need to start examining our travels. Like examine them. They're trying, they're trying to show you something. Examine your travels. You ever watch a TV show? Y'all know Gumball, right? You know the TV show yeah. Gumball, right? Y'all remember, because I was just talking to a young lady about this. kind of ironic that I'm bringing this up now. What we do in our visions is so wrong. It's ridiculous. We pay attention to the main characters, not the things going on in the background. And our guides contact us through backgrounds. Like oh you'll be, you'll, yeah, you'll be running down the street in a vision and you'll be thinking like, why the hell am I running instead of looking and who's on the side of the street uh -huh. they're trying to stop you they're like you're having a dream like hey stop come talk to me oh. yeah this is weird because it, it's insane it's insane that you mentioned this i think it's i i have these scenarios that happen and i do have past relatives that are really close to me and i've recently started to pick out that they are always occurring in these i guess we could say travels now that they're in backgrounds they're like there's an event happening i'm paying attention to this but like i have sort of a glimpse and i see them and and then i wake up and i wonder why didn't i acknowledge them like why why not why am i paying attention to this and it's, it's insane so it's insane so do you so do you work with your ancestors at all uh, i don't i don't know i don't know if i don't know how to explain it it's just like I see them and I want to talk to them. I want to, but I'm so caught no, up that's, whatever's happening. That's that's what I'm saying. That's why you need to work with your ancestors. Do you like you gotta put up an altar, just a table with a candle on it, a glass of water, maybe a glass of rum or some wine, and let them know that this is for them because it's crazy. We think like we think spirits have we think all spirits have this unlimited wellspring of energy but they don't like they need energy. They need to be fed. They need to be loved. You got to put up an ancestor altar. When you make dinner, make them a plate. They love to be celebrated. Guaranteed. If your ancestors are around, you'll usually have visions of a party. You'll be at a party. It'd be heck of people around. You feel like you know them. You just don't remember where you know them from. These are your ancestors and they chilling, right? Like they're having a good time. They're drinking, they're dancing. A couple of them in the corner arguing. This is real spiritual <laughs> shit, fellas. Like this is what's really happening. They're, they're really out there living life. Mm. And so when they come to, when they come in contact with us, um, when my mother crossed over, I, I chased her too. Like I chased her too. I don't play these games. Like I chased her too. I have to figure out what was going on. She became like one of my dopest ancestors because she showed me so much and I would feed her constantly or well enough for her to have enough energy to come talk to me in these visions where my ancestors were partying. Like I would be at the party and I'm dancing with my ancestors. We're like, what's up y'all? They're like, how you doing? And I'm like, I don't know why I care about you asking me how I'm doing, but I'm fine. Like, but I'm fine. Like I remember this old couple stood up in one of my visions and I'm talking about, I'm, I'll be out there teaching y'all. Like I'll be out there like, this is this, this is this and this is this, right? And she stands up and her husband stands up and they hold each other's hands and she goes, so when are you gonna have some children? I knew I was with my ancestors then. 
And then right after that, my mom was outside in the front and she's like, come here, let me talk to you. They don't ever really call out, but when they have enough strength, they can. Mm -hmm. So you have to start, both of you have to start giving reverence to your ancestral lines because your lineages is where your earth power lies. The more connected you are with your earth lineages, the more connected you can be with your spiritual lineages. Now we're getting into the, the higher dimensions and connecting with higher beings and your higher beings. Like once you connect with them, it's a wrap. Like everything in reality starts to become a little distorted, start to deal with just a little, little bit of chaos because nothing seems to be real anymore. Cause they're like, oh, you wanted to see this side. Now we're going to show you. Oh, wow. wow, look at that. Hmm. Yeah, you want it, you can have it. These are the, these are the rules. <laughs> you have any other questions about the dreams? Cause I want to hit on psychedelics a little you bit. You can hit on that. Yeah, I, I think yeah. that, that gets me so curious and I'm ready to go to sleep, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Let's go. Ready to go to sleep, bro. Let's get it. No, me, no, me too, actually, low key. Hey, they're like, hey, y'all like, it's time to travel, yo. It's time to get up out there. No, seriously. It's time, it's time to be out there and be about something, bro. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I have, I have a bit of a, a random question here that might go off on a tangent, but I guess, what, what are your thoughts on, on psychedelics? They're amazing. They're amazing. When the yeah, psychedelics, yes. They're amazing when, when used properly. Most people use, Imagine. for me personally, and this is just for me personally, I do not use psychedelia to go on an auto trip. I don't like auto trips. I don't like things to control me. People go, just let go. Like, no, like it is a tool. Every, every psychedelic is a tool. I smoke marijuana, copious amounts of marijuana. But wow. like, like shrooms, mm -hmm. shrooms, before I, before I take shrooms, before I smoke any kind of marijuana, I actually give it what I need it to do. You know what it does because if you're taking it, you know, how you, you know how it made you feel. So what can you do with that spiritual center now? So now, before you take the shrooms, instead of telling the shrooms, shrooms, give me what I need. Well, you're not even ready for what you need. Like what you need might put you on your pockets. Like what you need might put you on your pockets. What do you want? What are you seeking through using this psychedelia? When I smoke weed, I roll a blunt and I, I pray into the blunt. And I tell the blunt to help me out with my next level in my abilities. And I'm telling you, by the time I'm done hitting that blunt, my hand is moving. Like, it's like, I'm like, oh, I'm like, wait, look at feel all this energy. Are you kidding me? Like, what is this? I have to document this. It's because psychedelia, psychedelia open up or psychedelics open up a certain center of the spiritual body. And in order to use it properly, you're going to have to be the one in control. Yes, relax. Yes, allow it to come into you and become a part of you, but don't let it control you. Mm. Shrooms is teaching you to be a part of nature. Haven't we found out that nature needs a little bit of help? Why would you want to be a part of that consciously? Mm. Like, why would, you, why would you allow psychedelia to make you choose that? Like, I don't take shrooms often, but weed a lot, every day, every day, and I train. I get high and then I train. That's all I do. Most people get high to escape. I get high to train. I don't need to escape. Like, mm. I'm, I'm, trying, I'm trying to build up power. You gotta like, it's crazy because it can teach you a lot. Let's say, do you guys smoke weed? Anybody? I don't know. Uh, used to. Used to. Yeah. Used to? Okay, fine, 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 fine. Because you can do this with anything. It doesn't even necessarily have to be psychedelia. But let's say you take some THC, right? And you make some tea out of it. If you anoint the tea, and I say anoint it by giving it a role, give it a purpose. If you anoint the tea and you tell the tea that when I drink this THC tea, it's going to take me into a relaxed enough state to actually control my visions. Now you can go to sleep. Now you've just given it a role. Now you're not just getting high. 
You know what I'm saying? Okay. No, no, that's that's some good stuff right there. Some people, you know, some people do it without intention, and even outside of spirituality, they just use it. They just see these things as, as party drugs, all this stuff. But I like to give mm-hmm. these, things, you know, an intention. Yeah. And uh, I guess I have a question for you because personally, this is something that that I don't know. It's it's been so weird uh, on my last on my last trip on shrooms. And I don't know if you have the answer to it, that'd be awesome. If not, you know, it's cool. I'm so trying. Oh, go ahead, go ahead. Let's but get like, it. <laughs> it. It's insane because on my last shrooms trip, like the most insane anxiety just I've ever had. And I don't know if it's like it's like I've been like hiding it. I've been like pushing it down, trying to ignore you know this kind of stuff. But in that trip, it just really bubbled to the surface, and I was like, oh my gosh, I am not in control here. This thing is just pulling me on this ride, and I had imagined all these fake scenarios and I was just riding in this loop of confusion of paranoia of anxiety and it was just insane and when it finally like when it finally stopped I was like oh my god like none of this actually happened like it was just overthinking (laughs) like it was just overthinking it was insane I I don't know if it's been trying to show me like hey you know you have anxiety that you need to heal you know maybe you need to meditate more focus I don't know what it is what what do you think that is because it was just the most insane what I'm what I'm really picking on picking up on with you, man, is that you have a problem with surrendering. Mm. You have a real like a real issue with surrendering. That means like, and I don't mean to just anything. I mean to anything, even even the desires of your heart, like letting go and allowing it to happen, is something that you deal with. Allowing it, it just doesn't sound safe. And I feel you on that, bro. <laughs> I feel you. Like just allow this to happen. My mom came to me in another dimension. There was a guy working on my spiritual energy in another dimension, and I'm bouncing around his house, like, knocking shit over, bro. And my mom's in the background, like, I'm so sorry. He just hasn't learned how to surrender yet. Like, I'm not going to surrender, bro. Like, this is weird. This doesn't feel right. But when you're using shrooms, for you personally, when you're using that form of psychedelia, you're really breaking open doors. So that anxiety you feel, that that overwhelming feeling that comes upon you when you're doing it is because you're refusing to walk through the door. It's almost like you're worried about what's on the other side. Mm. It's like, yo, I'm used to this version. I'm not ready to see a new version, although you hunger for something new. But when it's time for you to enter that gateway, you feel like there's something to be worried about, although nothing could ever really kill you, bro. You're eternal. Mm. You hear me? Like you're eternal. So, So don't be afraid to walk through that door. I'll tell you this. I'll give you this tidbit so you won't. So you won't fear or so you won't resist the doorway anymore. Um, when my mom sometimes comes to get me, you know, it, I have to die to get to a certain dimension. Hmm. Like you, you, you literally have to die. Like there was a pool of water. I had to jump in it and drown myself to come out on the other side of the pool in another dimension. We, for, we feel like these doorways or these things that are happening to us on these trips are dangerous because we're not used to the feeling of crossing over that threshold like from 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 death to life because this this life would be more like death where you're going is more like life it's hard for us to cross over from death to life we feel like this is this is it and so you have a lot of anxiety built up around surrendering like just letting go letting something be what it's supposed to be versus what you think it should be you know what i'm saying and so before you take shrooms you probably take shrooms stubborn like you probably take it like oh yeah whatever's gonna happen is gonna happen although that's not what you really desire you have a you have a set thing that you want and you need to learn how to use the authority that you have to invoke that within the shrooms you know what you want you like oh i just want a deeper layer of truth now 
if you want a deeper layer of truth, will you be open enough to receive that layer? Oh, that's the difference, huh? Oh, wow. Yeah, that's the difference. Because if you want shrooms to show you something you're not ready to see, that's that's when you'll stop taking shrooms altogether. That's when you that's when you have the bad trip that makes you go, I don't want this anymore. That's exactly what happened to me, man. Like that ever since that day, I was just like, you know what, I need to stop. I don't know what I even need to work on right now. I'm just, <laughs> I, I literally told myself, I'm just not going back to that right now because I need to do, I don't know, some healing. I need to do something in order to also also where do you where did you do the trip in, in my living room with him and, and my and my other friend yeah it was it was only three of us and this is not and this is not to sound like offensive or anything like that so fellas don't take it that way when i say it but you're practicing actively when you take psychedelia in a group of people you're you're practicing what i call apartment consciousness that means we are all connected under the same strand and so some trips you need to take on your own because he could have been thinking he, you could have been thinking like I'm gonna break open another layer of truth he could have been thinking yo I just need to relax so now both forms of consciousness are operating as one they're like oh I'm breaking open doors but I'm relaxing you can't knock on the door you're asleep in front of so you're fighting to remain conscious at the doorway and he's asleep so you're like oh so sometimes you got to take these trips by yourself um, I don't I don't take psychedelia around people because we don't know what they're dealing with in that moment in time. No, no, it's it's crazy you say that because there, there were times where I felt like I was getting sucked into their trips. Like like him mm -hmm. and Hillary, they were just chilling, you know, but like I was getting sucked into what they were talking about to their trips. I was just getting carried on in this loop. And you know, they were they were kind of like controlling it, they were having a good time with it. But over here, I was sweating, I had anxiety, I thought I had done something I hadn't even done. It was just it was insane. But that makes it's because it's the difference between y'all. If they were they were allowing, mm. you were seeking. Mm. Like every everybody gets to the point where they start to seek. That's why you deal with anxiety with psychedelia because you're seeking something. But in order to fully seek something, you're gonna have to seek it outside of psychedelia too, so that you can build up the strength to use psychedelia properly. Because shrooms will kick your ass, bro. Like they will they will they will make you afraid of everything, including God. You'd be like, I don't want to do. Especially like for those who smoke DNT, like you don't went all the way in, homie. Like you don't went all the way in and, and did the most. Now you're scared. Now you're scared of the inevitable. That spirit self that you feel is something you're gonna feel anyway, eventually one day. Like why run from it? You know, but you're you're a seeker of knowledge. Most people want knowledge to come to them, and some of us do have the authority to make that happen. But to be a seeker means that you need to become more fearless about the decisions you're making. So start off with your travels. Don't even start off with psychedelia. Because if you really start traveling like I know you're capable of, imagine taking shrooms in the spirit realm. Do you believe that you can take shrooms out of the body? Like you're not even here and you're taking it in another dimension. Have you ever smoked dimensional weed? There are in entities who do drugs like psychedelia and they will offer it to you. Like they will offer it to you while you're out there. Can you imagine getting high while you're out there? Can you imagine being in a dream? Can you imagine going to sleep dreaming and in the dream you got a blunt in your hand? And it's the most potent marijuana you've ever smoked in your life. I'm talking about you hit it twice and it felt like you smoked six blunts. Not only this, but you wake up with the effects of said blunt. What? Now, Dang. did you dream or did you travel? Yo, no, that's no, insane. Wow. And I, you know, I actually believe this. To most people, this might sound crazy, but I, I believe this now because um, that's this is stuff that my mom went through. Like she, she's on her spiritual journey and this is stuff that she was telling me since back then. 
that I wrote off as just crazy. Like this, this isn't real. Like, what is this going on? And then I took my first shroom trip ever. And I was like, oh my gosh, just so much more out there. To understand. <laughs> now it's yeah. crazy, but like, no, this stuff, like, I mean, it's infinite, right? There's so many possibilities out there. There's so much. It's ridiculous. That's why you, it's best to not even, it's best to not even worry about it. Like it's happening. Mm. Like it's all happening right now. It's ridiculous how it's not noisy. Yeah. Like it, but to, but to me it is because I spent so much time traveling. I'm like this, this isn't normal. Like this isn't normal what we're dealing with. Like, mm-hmm. but once everybody gets comfortable with their abilities, we'll be a lot better off. Hold, I got this some juice. <laughs> Sorry, guys. No, no, right. I guess it's time to start traveling, man. Yeah, no, seriously. Yeah. yeah, get out there, y'all. Get out there. It's a lot for you, just for you specifically, just for you, Mike. When you don't come back to your body thinking, I got to tell somebody this. No, keep it to yourself for a while. Uh, you see, some gifts are just for you. Some things are just for your eyes, just for you to see. And your guides have been waiting to show you once you had enough strength and courage to cross over that threshold. So when you go to sleep, set your intentions on what you want to see. If you, if you don't see it that first night when you lay down, keep doing it until you do. Mm. You have to work out the muscle. Yeah. Whoa. You know what? That reminds me of something. Is that like what kind of like praying is aiming at? You know how people pray before bed? It's like, is that, is that the idea behind like trying to aim at that to see these yep. things? Get your, yep. your yeah, they're aiming at it. That, that's, that's why they say, that's why they say in the name of Jesus, they invoke Jesus name over their prayer to meet oh. with Jesus, even energetically. They're like, yo, in the name of Jesus, like, please come talk to me, Jesus. And Jesus will come holler at you if that's you're really it. ready. That's it. You found it right. Like if you're really ready, these, all of these gods will come talk to you. They'll be like, oh, you want to talk? Like, let's talk then. And don't, don't, don't pop up on them scared. They will laugh at you. Like, are you serious? Like, you called me and now you're scared? Oh, like, no. Wow. Wow. Look at that. Yeah. That makes so much yeah. sense. Yeah. Yeah, fellas, get out there. No, no, for sure. No, that's definitely the goal for tonight, honestly. I guess we're going to go ahead and start wrapping up here. Yeah. Any oh, final tips? What, what, what's oh. our time? I feel like we just had, like, I got to come hang out with you guys for real, bro. Like, we got to go, like, hiking or something, man. Oh, for yeah, sure. Man. Awesome. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, right now it's 830. I didn't expect it to be that, yeah. you know, that late already. But um, let's see. Right. I guess, yeah, I guess any, any final tips, any last things that you want to say to our audience um, on, on traveling, on, on anything else that you want to tie, tie into here? Understand this. If I don't say anything else, that that is the most important thing that I could ever say is that experience is the only truth. Mm. Experience is the only truth. You cannot tell another that what they've experienced isn't real. You cannot tell a Christian that Jesus isn't real because it's what they've experienced. You know, the more you grasp this, the more you will start having your own experience, your own unique experience. Do not search for another being's experience. Don't go, I want to experience that too, because you have no idea what it took. I know people are hearing me and they're like, yo, you've experienced some stuff, man. I want to experience that. Do you know the toll it takes on the body to travel that far? Mm-hmm. Do you know what it takes? The energy exchange, like the exchange is crazy, but everybody take your time. You are an infinite being. You are not something that is running out of time. You are not something that is, that is decaying and dying. Your body may feel like it's decaying and dying, and it's because you're subconsciously thinking death all the time you're just thinking this could all be over the the new generation says i'm dead now like they just they just it's said like it's quoted like i'm dead or this this one took me out that one killed me right there like what all these words and don't forget that let the spiritualists say it. we're going into 5d consciousness that means we're getting rid of lies that means everything you say is going to be true even if it started out as a lie, 
You could be like, I'm a millionaire and you don't have no money right now. But wake up tomorrow and somebody hands you a million dollars because in 5D consciousness, there's no lie. There's no lie. Like, there's no lie. That's why everything, that's why people be like, what you believe in? Or do you believe everything is real? Yes, yes, yes. Because in 5D consciousness, it is. It is the I am's, as I call them, the I am's or the most highs, the deities that walk this earth, like us, us. Um, we create realities all the time. Even if it's not real, you can create a vision of a monster chasing you down the street and you can fall and trip and bust your face. And when you wake up, your face will be hurting. Okay. In 5D consciousness, it's cracking all the time. I'm talking about it's going to be scary for a lot of people. This is why you must get your energy in order. You got to get your protection up. You got to get all that up because it's about to get interesting. But we want it to be a beautiful experience, not one that scares people away from yeah, truth. Yeah, exactly. And yeah. I guess this could lead to people wondering, where could they check you out? Like, What are your social medias that they can look at you? Well, you can definitely find me on TikTok. TikTok. <laughs> Yeah. TikTok King King Soon 4774. You can look me up on YouTube under King Soon. Um, my website is King Soon of Orun. That's O R U N dot com. King Soon of Orun. There is all my services listed. Um, I'm adding more PDFs that for purchase because people don't want to pay for the full Soul Academy. They just want a quick course on something. I'm working on it. Give me time. Like I just went viral, y'all. This is ridiculous. Like I'm sitting here like there's so much to do and people are like, I need this. I'm like, I need help. Like where's my team? You know what I'm saying? Like where's the team? Like I can't do this by myself. Um, but that's it. Like, and you can find me even on Facebook under King Soon. You can find me under all my social media under King Soon, including Twitter. Like I'm on all of them. I just don't be on all of them. But if you need to get in contact with me, the best thing you can do is probably contact me through my website, through my email. That's awesome. So I won't lose it. Yes, guys. So please go check him out. This guy is dedicated to helping all of us. I mean, he he explained two situations that we were going through just right here, right now. Yeah, that is so insane. That is so insane. So please, thank you. Oh, I thank ahead. you guys for having me. Seriously. Oh yeah, we do yeah. appreciate you taking the time to be here with us. Yeah. And it's also, you know, it's truly appreciated, you know, the, the wisdom that you Yeah, I do know like this is my first interview ever. Yeah. Oh wow. That's awesome. And Society Sucks did it right here. Exactly. Awesome. We did it. Exactly. Guys. The exclusive. Tell them don't play with y'all, man. Y'all got it in the bag. Exclusive, guys. That's how you know. Yes, but that's that's really what it is. We do appreciate it. I know the people do the knowledge that you bestowed on these people, they take it away, implement in their lives, hopefully make their lives better. And that's really what we want, guys. Yes. Not only for us to improve our lives, but for the knowledge, the good, and all of this conversation. And you take it away and just increase your quality of life and have an amazing time doing it. Yes. So that's about yeah. it. Well, we plan on having you on another podcast, man. This was great. Definitely. I'm with it, man. I'm with it. This was so fun, man. And I love y'all, man. I love y'all for real. You yes. too, man. For sure. We definitely got to get back on this again. Yes, this definitely. Awesome. So we appreciate you. Thank you so much. Yes. Thank you for having me. Peace, guys. Peace. Peace. All right, guys. Thank you so much for listening. We genuinely do appreciate it. And if any of you would like to reach out to us, our email is societysucksteam at gmail.com. You can also find us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at societysuckstm. We hope you have a great day.